exclusive podcast from Impact 89 FM. WDBM East Lansing. Welcome to Impact Exposure. Exposure is 88.9 The Impact's one-hour forum discussing relevant issues affecting the MSU community. And now, tonight's Exposure. This is the Impact Exposure. I want to thank you for joining us. My name is Wes, and as always, we have a great show lined up for you today. Today's a sort of a theater-themed uh, uh, show for you. Uh, a couple of folks uh, coming in a little later on for, from the uh, Boar's Head Theater, and uh, after that, uh, from Impression 5 Science Center. But before we get to any of that, we're speaking with uh, what looks like uh, an, almost the entire cast of uh, the upcoming uh, Full Monty production <laughs> over at the uh, Riverwalk Theater. Uh, Veronica Wing, the director, as well as Ethan, Cat, and Tony, all cast members. I want to thank you all for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, go ahead and uh, just anybody, jump in. Tell me a bit about the, the production that's coming up. Well, who wants to go first? You, you, you do. First. Uh, <laughs> I think you're the leader of this yeah. one. <laughs> uh, basically, it's, the show is The Full Monty, mm-hmm. and it takes place in Buffalo, New York. Um, it's a little bit different than the movie version, of course, because it's not in the U.K. But um, basically, it's unemployed steelworkers, and we are looking for a way to turn over a quick buck so that the lead character can save his child, so uh, keep his child from being taken away from him. So he owes back rent and everything in his life, and so he has to... And I'm demanding my cash. Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> so he can see his kid. Oh, so you're, you're the anta- you're an antagonist. I'm the antagonist. I say. I'm the villain, but I'm, okay. I'm definitely the antagonist. His foil, I'm perhaps. definitely the reason. <laughs> right, right. Interesting, interesting. Well, now, uh, and, uh, and, uh, Ethan, sorry, uh, your, uh, your role in, in the play? I'm, I'm Jerry. I'm the, the guy that cooks up the scheme to uh, have the strip show. And Cat, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once the money, of course, you know, oh, it always comes back to your I'm cash. I'm not a deadbeat dad, but I just don't have the money. Right. <laughs> the heart is all there. But the heart, he just doesn't yes, know. yes. He's the kid the in the relationship, and the, the kid is the dad. Oh, yeah. It's a nice role reversal. Yeah, so, and no. the kid's adorable. Oh yeah, the kid. Oh my gosh. Uh, now, uh, where do you find a, a child actor for a role like this? I can't imagine a lot from, of chi- parents are throwing their kids at the front of the theater. Ours did. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really? A theater family um, uh, that comes from a prominent family. <laughs> His mother and stepfather are in the show, yeah. and they're cast really? as husband and wife. Okay, so very yeah. open and understanding family. Oh, for sure. Wants to yeah. help out the production. Sure. It's That's a family nice. affair as well it, in, it this, really is. in this oh, yeah. show. Uh, my brother and husband are in it. Um, <laughs> my uncle's in the show. Uncle. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh, the mom, stepfather, and kid. Who else? Um, our assistant director and her brother are in yeah, it. Exactly. It's, you know, you really... So there's a lot of eye closing when it comes to the strip scene. <laughs> or just, right, just the, the earmuffs and just the eye. Yeah. I'm sure it's great. You tell me about it after it happens. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, now you mentioned the little difference, like it's set in uh, upstate New York for this one. Is there any other differences people can expect from the movie? Um, well, it's a musical. Music. It's a lot of rock. There's a couple good ballads. Um, I think that it's a pretty now-sounding musical, so it's something that... I guess appeals to a broader audience uh, and is also contemporary enough. It reminds it's, me of Grease because it's kind of got that boys against girls vibe to it that Grease yeah. does, yeah. and the right. music I was is. Wondering where you're updated. going with that. It's true. It's not, well, yeah, exactly. It's not like your typical musical where you have, you know, I'm going to stop now and sing a song. Right. It appeals and, or, to yeah. a mass audience, and it's relatable. It's not like you know Oklahoma and Carousel that come along there's and you're no, like, totally. there's no cheese in this. No like, dream ballets. Yeah. Only naked men. <laughs> <laughs> That'll that'll move some tickets right there. Naked exactly. men, naked men. Uh, so as director, and you're also the PR representative. Naked the... men? I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just want. I, to get I can't that. think of anything else now. My my the questions have completely gone blank. Now I have this naked men in my head. Uh, Burned in your head. <laughs> just like the rest of us. Well, you mentioned the uh, the, the more modern score. Uh, anything in particular you can uh, mention to folks that uh, well, the songs they might like? Well, like uh, man, I think is one that definitely. Yeah. Appeals because that that one's like totally, I don't know, it's rock out, rock out machismo. With, like you know, you know, your back is hairy, your talk is tough, your yeah. smell is scary. Those are some of the lyrics, <laughs> you know. And he's describing me, and, oh, of course. you know, and he's trying to talk me into becoming a stripper with him. And I think he's a complete fool. So hating Tom Cruise, loving yeah, it's all Lee it's Marvin. all about being like a man's man. Okay. Like oh yeah, you wear these big boots and you drive a truck, and, right? You know. <laughs> and then there's another song, big. Um, to avoid FCC punishment, mm. butt rock. Okay. <laughs> okay. I appreciate about, that. It's about um, finding great ways to commit suicide, which is not, you know, 
necessarily <laughs> the most easy subject to deal with, but it is the funniest song it's in the entire the moral of, of the song, yeah. though, the moral of it is really, it's a solidarity or a brothership or brotherhood that we're forming, I think, yeah. with yeah. Um, this character who is wanting to commit suicide. And so through us agreeing with him and getting him and kind of goading him into it, he kind of comes around to figure out that I have friends, so I don't have to do it. And he's yeah. not alone. Other yeah, people have thought alone. of it. And it's, you know, it's it's nice to see guys bonding on stage <laughs> through songs. And, and, yeah. and, and it ends in a group hug. Uh, yes. Of course. Yeah. And to not leave the girls out, there's a great song called Woman's World, yes. all about, you know, embracing your femininity and, and, they, it and takes being strong. place in a men's, men's bathroom. Yeah. It's Naturally. awesome. Okay. And, yep. mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's, and it's got its tender sides, too, but it's not that, like we said, cheese, smarm, tender moments. Um, um, it's, you know, there's a moment, Tony's character, um, he suffers, he struggles with his weight issues and his wife throughout the entire thing is, I love uh, you. Are you calling me fat? <laughs> oh, Your character. I heard it. I heard it. Being called out on air. <laughs> right on air. If we can. I'm sorry that I had to say it. <laughs> Whoever's out there, um, out just there. like you to know. I am thin and gorgeous. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and available at the uh, Impact Studios if you want to come down now. <laughs> You know, it's 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 watching those relations the relationships with very real issues, um, you know, being resolved and kind of um, worked through on stage. Um, it's nice to watch the guys deal with the body issues. Not not just Tony, but all the guys have. Yeah, there's a. Sorry, I didn't mean. Uh, no, it's there's okay, a scene where um, I make all the guys like uh, strip down. Uh, at one of the characters' houses, and we're like, well, if we can't do it in front of each other, how are we going to do it in front right. of a bunch right. of people? And everyone has their thing, like, don't point and don't laugh. Like, what's that? Oh, it's a birthmark. Uh, you know? Why are you tan? Like, no looking and no laughing. Yeah, no looking yeah. and no laughing. <laughs> well, so that, that begs the question, then, of course, you know, the movie came out, there was the question, you know, before people had seen it, you know, mm-hmm. what it was, what did they show? They so, don't call it the full Monty for nothing. No, they don't. Ah, I see. So now... We have a certain freedom in community theater because mm-hmm. it is art, and we have um, a certain amount of, I guess, uh, <laughs> <laughs> how should I say? How shall I put this lightly? We get down to a G-string, and then after that, we just kind of go up into the scaffold, and, and we you'll... finish our dance, and... Take our G-strings off. I see. So you get that that, that artistic liberty and freedom with the show, then, that it's I know art, actors crave. That's and, great. Yeah, Naked so nothing men. like seeing regular old folk, you know, like normal guy, everyday guys up there doing their very best to make it sexy. So, and it is, and that's what that's part of the charm and the allure is that it is these regular guys, and they do they just bear it all, and it's so it's empowering. It is sexy. It's sexier than you know the the Chippendales or whatever Jeez. like that. Right. Because that is right. That is right. Because you We're know hot. them, and you. Yeah. Well, you guys are hot because you're talented, right? Oh yeah. Aww. You're listening Aww. to self esteem hour here on the Talk about Talent. You... This turned into a dating service. All of a <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's great. Just, just watching rehearsal. You know, I have a smaller part in the show, but watching these guys, oh my gosh, it's hilarious. We're rolling in the audience, and we've seen them do it twenty over times over and over. But I'm sure there's the opportunity for for improv along the way oh. too. So I mean, I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah I, your, your eyes are rolling on that one. I can see that there's yeah. uh, obviously some stories there too. That's what makes you know performances yeah. is you know the little stuff that kind of happens on accident, and you're like, yeah, keep it, mm-hmm. right, yeah, right. Right. yeah. <laughs> jot that one in the margins. Yeah. <laughs> now uh, the theater just wrapped up with uh, I Hate Hamlet. Were any of you folks involved with that, or um, I did a little uh, part in it, um, but it was just for the commercial sequences. I see. So. I also did. Well, that's yeah, so right. You did. Yeah. Me and a couple of pals of mine. Sing the jingle. Did a did the TV guide cover. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh that's right. That. Yeah. So you what, what was that? What did that involve? I'm curious. Because uh, you, you, you seem really, really excited to talk about it. So. <laughs> you have to set the premise for him. Like, tell okay. Them the I Hate Hamlet was about um, an actor who has made the transition to the stage from being um, a television actor, and he's taking on the gigantic role of Hamlet. And so what was really very cool about this production is that they use a lot of that backstory and incorporate it into the actual story. Um, and as Tony said, he there were some commercials that they filmed, and then there was a TV guide because they made reference to that. And I happened to be on the TV guide 
Johnny Nurse. Well, <laughs> it takes place in the mid-70s. Okay. Right? okay. So we were all... <laughs> she was... You know, Scantily clad, okay. Clad, buxom, beautiful, you know, and with a stethoscope. So it was... Natural. Yeah. Yeah. Natural. I, mean, it was I mean, it's like moot now, but just, just saying that, yeah. It's on the internet. I like it. But, no, that, it is on the it's internet. Funny, you know, Excellent. a lot of our friends were in that production, and a lot of our, you know, even the director was a friend of ours. So it was one of those things where she's like, oh, "We need extra bodies to sing a jingle. We need extra bodies to do still life photos. We need to shoot commercials." And being the community theater family that we are, we just said, "Okay, well, exactly." I'll, it's just a, it's a I'll testament. I'll be on film again, you know. To how <laughs> community uh, oriented community theater is. It's yeah. just everyone pitch in what you can, and Share if that's the... your chest, cool. If that's your voice, cool. <laughs> But in case of full Monty, perhaps something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely uh, sensing a theme with this particular theater. Of, uh, <laughs> no, no, don't no, say. No, please, the, yeah, yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love nudity. No, no, I, I'm, I'm only kidding. Of course, uh, there's a lot of other great uh, shows you folks have put on, as well as uh, the Ransom of Red Chief and, and other yep. things. So, not, not like, always the theme of that. I want no, to put that out there. That's kids, though. Riverwalk Theater is such a diverse theater you can go from something like ransom of red chief you know in the summer to something like full monty and then we have the stages of law production coming up the best man you know we tackle everything um which is why i think that we have been so successful and and, and continue to um be such a force in in the lansing area um, i'm very proud of it. i actually serve on the um, board of directors there as secretary um and we have a very hard working core of people who are very driven to bring quality productions to Lansing at the community theater level. Um, because it's a, it is a different feel than the professional shows that we get in and, um, it taps into our community talent. Yeah. And uh, along those lines looks like it, it being a little bit more special for some reason, it always seems like a better show when it's a group of people who are doing this on their volunteer time. And they're using this as their hobby and their passion. And it's outside of their daily jobs or whatever they are responsible for in their daily lives. But, you know, just kind of do this for fun. We volunteer it and sink our heart and soul into it. And in a month and a half, put on a huge show. Right. You're certainly not in it for the money. But, uh, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, Ulcers, migraines, oh. muscle tears. <laughs> yeah, fits. Uh, you know, through it all. And then we wouldn't ever trade it for anything in the world. And you meet lifelong best friends there and, you know, well, family. Ethan's <laughs> <laughs> never talking to the rest of the newbie to the community theater. Um, We're so happy to have him. Um, a graduate of the theater department yes. just this year, Thank 2006? You. Or? Yeah, no, 2007. 2007? Graduated, oh, fresh yeah. out. Excellent. Yeah. Uh-oh. Get out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're out trying to cram you right back in. Yeah. <laughs> Go back there. We're getting you for free before you... Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. <laughs> you get your money's worth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, how's the transition been then, going from uh, you know dramatic student to uh, dramatic actor? Um, <laughs> it's great, actually, because it, um, it didn't seem like much of a transition. Okay. It was just like... Because, I don't know, in like especially... I don't know about other theaters. I mean, uh, State has, like... like it's big on camaraderie and like friendship and you know everyone getting together and like because well like you have classes like where you have to build the sets or whatever you know so you have to do it but like sometimes you want to do it and it's nice so it was a really good transition because everyone uh, involved in the show is just amazing and they're so nice and they're willing to do whatever uh, for you and you know. It's just amazing. I love it. Well, to throw another log on your 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 guys' ego fire, this has been a really fun <laughs> segment. So I, I can definitely see what you're what you're talking about. I mean, this seems like a very tight knit group. Yeah, so, that's great. Uh, that's fantastic. And uh, for those of you just joining us, we are speaking with uh, some of the cast and crew of uh, the Full Monty coming up at the Riverwalk Theater uh, this uh, well September rather uh, September 13th through the 16th and 20th through the 23rd. Uh, question I had for uh, for you is, as more of the uh, the crew than the cast. Uh-huh. Uh, what goes into choosing uh, a, a production such as this? Um, for me personally, um, and I can't speak for all directors, I uh, fell in love with the music, first of all. Um, both my husband and I are big, you know, music, musical dorks, and we came <laughs> across this. And um, I was able to relate to the characters, know them through the music, and then just say, this has got to be my first, this has got to be it. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> because I loved them so much. And it's so much easier to put on a production when you feel like you know the people you're already working with. 
Um, and I've never actually seen the production on stage, which presents its own challenges, but at the same time, it's kind of nice to have a, a fresh slate um, from which to create, and I've got a lot of really talented people supporting me. This is def- Directing is not a solo gig whatsoever, and anyone who tries to tell you that is absolutely wrong. <laughs> um, uh, I, I could not have done this without so many people. Um, it's, you know, it is... It takes a village to, to raise. Come on, Hill. No, no, no. <laughs> Obama. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> what that was? It was a political plug, and I don't think I'm supposed to do that. Um, <laughs> you got to give equal airtime now to everyone else. <laughs> Anyone else care to uh, join us support for the other side? On exactly. <laughs> Maybe not? Okay. Well. <laughs> Um, and it was, I, I was, I've been, you know, in, in the theater world since high school and I always knew that I wanted to direct something and, um, I figured why not, why not go, gonads out (laughs) and, (laughs) and, uh, and do it. So this is your first, uh, this is my first, um, large production, um, at Riverwalk. I did, um, executive direct the vagina monologues at MSU, um, in one of its, um, early years and I also performed in that and then of you know of course I did the the student directing thing um in high school but this is the first thing that I've done and I'm very excited. So what have you learned from from your previous experience now now directing this? Um another thing that's so great about the show is that the theme is sort of letting it go um there's a song that it that <laughs> the men say let it go and that can be <laughs> a, a you know a physical thing of you know actually taking off your clothes and letting it go or it can be a very emotional thing and again for me personally it has been a process of learning to let some things go and learning to reveal myself for who i am rather than you know having layers and layers of maybe what other people expect me to be or what I think I should be, um, and I hope that's also relevant to people who are going to be in the audience, um, because it is a great story um, in in really learning how to reveal yourself and bear it all, mm-hmm. in the literal sense, <laughs> as well. Of course. Like, yeah. Because um, we can't forget that. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's what people are, one of, one of the many things, let me say yes. that, that people are, are coming for. Um, <laughs> but now, uh, another question I had for you was... Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, that's ter- terrific radio. Uh, <laughs> um, so now you folks are all volunteer, like you said. Uh, if, if you're just a, a fresh graduate from the uh, from MSU as well, uh, if, if folks are listening, maybe in the drama department or maybe outside, uh, what would you recommend as far as getting involved in in the Riverwalk Theater? Um, I it pays to know people. That's for sure. Because that's how I was found for this I show. I stalked the crap Be- out of you. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I have to give all the credit in the world. But she uh, stalked uh, um, one of my theater professors, Rob Rosnowski, and apparently he just uh, talked me up. So I have to thank you for that, Rob. <laughs> and uh, a copy of the show it was awesome. So I guess um, it pays to know people, and then you have to keep your eyes and ears open. Like, always be like, reading the newspaper and, like, looking online for uh, shows. Like, if you're really, really serious about uh, acting, and and you, not even, like, for a paying gig or something like that, it just, you know, keep your eyes and ears open just because there's in. always something for you or for everybody and anybody. So, yeah. Lansing is so rich in, in theater right now. Um, it's a wonderful place to be if you have any interest in, in theater. Um, and it offers all, you know, so many different varieties of places you can audition or become a part of. Um, Every different level of experience. Exactly. Yeah. Every, yeah. And you exactly. can help build set or Yeah, it set doesn't matter what stuff. you do. Yeah, Costume. there's something yeah. you can do no yeah. matter what. <laughs> So you don't have to be a born actor. You can, no. you can help out in other ways. No. You can right. hand out programs at the show. <laughs> there's always something. Operator. I mean, we have uh, techies in every corner of the theater. So, and there's somebody doing a job in everywhere you look. There's Excellent. somebody responsible. So now if someone wants to get involved, uh, what would you recommend? Like specifically with, with the Well, there's a website. Okay. Um, and it's, uh, let's see, riverwalktheater.com. And that's theater as an R-E theater. <laughs> British. <laughs> the British. The British. Yes. Yeah. And, um, that, there's information there, you know, for... Um, volunteers for people who want to audition for shows for you know if if you even want to do um, uh, what is it taking tickets mm-hmm. to um, any, usher anywhere I mean, you could possibly be involved in the theater yeah, you can find it on on that website so you so choose <laughs> um, also um, you are able to 
purchase tickets through our PayPal system there as well on the website, which is a great tool. Excellent. Well, uh, great way to get involved, and of course, a, a great show to catch as well. Uh, the Full Monty at the Riverwalk Theater uh, this September 13th through the 16th, and again, uh, the 20th through the 23rd. Information can be found at riverwalktheater.com. And uh, the box office number I have, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, 517 482 5,700? That's correct. That's right. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, this has been fantastic, guys. I want to thank you for coming in. And, uh, thank you. Any, thank any you part, very much. Any parting words uh, for, for the listening audience about this uh, this upcoming show? Let it go. Let it go. go. Loosen up. Yeah, let it go. Well, on that note, we're going to let it go over to a uh, quick break, and we'll be back with uh, this uh, theater-themed show, speaking with uh, representatives from the Boar's Head Theater about one of their upcoming shows, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Smoking Helpline. Yes, I need to start smoking right away. Excuse me? I need to start smoking. Well, actually, it's the Stop Smoking Helpline. The people in the apartment next to mine smoke three packs a day, and it drives me crazy. So I'm thinking four packs will do it. I think you want MySmokeFreeApartment.org. It gives you the information you need to work toward a smoke-free apartment building. A smoke-free building? Without all that? Smoking. Uh, yeah, that's right. Make your apartment smoke-free without making a stink. MySmokeFreeApartment.org When you get up in the morning and turn on the radio, you don't want to hear those other guys talking on your way to work, do you? You don't want to hear talking. You want to hear music. So here at The Impact, we are making you a promise. We're calling it the More Music Mornings 89 Second Play. We, The Impact, pledge that every weekday morning from 8 to 10 a.m., we will shut up and play music. We pledge that we won't talk for more than 89 seconds at a time, meaning more music all morning long. We pledge that every caller who requests a song between 8 and 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, will be entered to win a great Impact prize. And we pledge that in return for your listening to us, we will listen to you and play more music that you want to hear. So tune into The Impact for more music mornings. Let us know what to play, and maybe you can win some cool stuff. Only here on 88.9 The Impact. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. We are back, uh, currently uh, waiting for some of the folks from the Boardset Theater to show up, but, but uh, we're not going to let that stop us. The, uh, the folks from the Riverwalk Theater have been gracious enough to stick around and uh, talk about the other. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know we said yes. We didn't leave. <laughs> okay, you got us. We yeah, just couldn't kick you out. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we, uh, we just spoke about uh, the upcoming Full Monty production you guys have coming up uh, later on in September from the 13th through the 16th and 20th through the 23rd. Uh, there's some other great uh, things to talk about as far as the, uh, the theater is concerned as well. Uh, you were just talking about the uh, the black box. Uh, uh, yeah, um, specific to our theater, um, we are in a fundraising period right now to build our own black box facility at the theater on our site, um, and we are calling that the Golden Anniversary Project. Um, it's uh, kind of twofold. One, we are celebrating the 25th anniversary of the building of the actual Riverwalk Theater where it exists now, next to Impression 5. Um, and then we're also celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Community Circle players um, who have been in various locations, most notably the Okemos Barn Theater, um, which is where we were before uh, we are at now. Um, in addition to the black box that we'd like to build on our site are going to be um, a renovation and expansion of our lobby and our restrooms. Um, yeah, which is great. Um, because uh, awesome. we have, you know, our shows are very well attended um, and we kind of we need more space, basically, um, and we'd like to update that a little bit more. And throughout the season um, and the upcoming seasons, we're holding a couple of different fundraisers. Um, one that's coming up the most recently is called Women on the Go, and that's <laughs> specific to the women's restroom. Um, because, of course, you know, the nature of a women's restroom is that the lines are ungodly long, um, and you only have a 15-minute intermission, um, and that's going to feature several, um, myself included, yes. Um. <laughs> and uh, I'm in it as well, even though I'm I'm an honorary female at the theater because I played <laughs> a wicked stepsister once. She sure is. <laughs> yep. Good of you to bridge that gender gap. Yeah, thank you yeah. for, for a good cause. I, I'm weighing it down for us, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
that actually runs right after our show closes the yes, 28th and 29th and it's it's a musical review basically of a bunch of different songs from the past it's it's going to be really really it's fun i can't very wait funny. Um, we we have another you know fundraising effort. It's called the Dresser. Um, um, obviously, taking <clears throat> all sorts of donations and pledges um, from our our members and then just the community in general. Um, and we're looking very much forward to to improving our existing site right now. So is this a, a regular thing that uh, is this how the theater normally works, like a, a production and then a fundraiser and production fundraiser? Or? This is only specific to this um, project. Okay. We haven't had a project like this in quite some time. Um, we have used in the past the Creole Gallery. Um, and that was kind of, we weren't sure where we were going for that, but we're very happy and very pleased that we will be moving back into the Creole Gallery for this season for our Black Box Productions. Um, very grateful to the people over there for their um, accommodating us um, and keeping that wonderful, wonderful space alive, and, you know, in, in memory of Robert Busby. Um, so we'll be looking forward to kicking off the Black Box season um, in November, actually. And then, um, depending on how construction plans go and fundraising goes, we may or may not be um, there for too much longer. Um, we've had a great outpouring of donations, um, which is just another testament to um, how people um, view Riverwalk in this communi community, and we couldn't be more happy and appreciative so for do you, it. Do you feel that folks in Lansing uh, uh, sort of dedicate themselves to the theater, or is it the theater community in general? Where, the, where do you get in general. It's the theater community in general, and it, that would not be... We know this because of all of the different theaters that are springing up, all the quality quality productions. You know, one theater is not producing a quality production. It's all of them. Um, and that... We have a huge talent pool in the greater Lansing area, um, and it just keeps getting better Bigger and better. <laughs> and and it's it's I don't know if, how much longer it's going to be one of Lansing's best kept secrets because it's not I don't I don't feel like it's out there as much as it should be. You know, you you think of obviously good theater in Chicago and New York and stuff like that, but Michigan has a thriving theater life right here in front of us um, and the opportunity to get involved. I mean, you know, part of my uh, personal experience growing up was in the theater and it really helped shape who I am today. Um, it equipped me with so many different tools and we have, you know, all of us express, we have, um, what Lansing are Civic players, Lansing Civic players mm -hmm. that does family oriented shows. Riverwalk does family oriented shows. Um, yeah, we we do we'd like to tap into the youth of of the community because it's our future, obviously, and it's a great way to get kids involved and um, you know on the right track. And it's it, it's a great correctional tool too because you know well, some of us are You have to know your part. You have, yeah, it's, it's very disciplined. Yeah. So. so moms, dads out there, if you're looking for something for your kid to do, see what see what the theaters around you have mm -hmm. to offer. Because it could be a really great um, energy outlet for them. And as Kat said, I played no sports. <laughs> yeah. right. I needed to do something. That sounds like me. And then yeah. I got involved in nerdier pursuits, not nearly as fun. As magic? That. Maybe. <laughs> magic. The gathering or magic? <laughs> I, just, I just said how Where big of a dork I am. <laughs> Ethan, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> He's single. I am single. We can talk Star Trek after the show. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving. Excellent. Well, again, I'm I want to thank you guys for, for hanging out just a little bit longer, talking no about problem. some of the great stuff you got coming up, and uh, best of luck on uh, on the full Monty. Uh, break a leg, I suppose. Yeah, that's not yeah. cliche yeah. to thank talk you. about. But, uh, <laughs> but again, uh, that, this has been the uh, some of the cast and crew of the full Monty uh, at the Riverwalk Theater September uh, 13th through the 16th and 20th through the 23rd. More info at Riverwalk Theater, R-E, dot com uh, and uh, information at 517-482-5700 thanks again guys it's thanks, been great Wes. chatting Thank with you, you. Appreciate and, uh, it. have a good one you and too. we'll be right back after this break you're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact for some high school students school can be a dangerous place a lot of gamers look at you as a game member too for some just being in school can be a struggle. I wouldn't go to school. I didn't care about what my mom said. My mom would tell me, like, what are you doing for yourself? You're not doing nothing. But despite all the obstacles, inside every high school student 
as a graduate. People look down on you if you don't have a diploma. I want to graduate because they say I won't. Go to BoostUp.org and find out how you can help a friend, a son, a daughter finish high school. BoostUp.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, Primetime. where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Tuesday nights from 8 until midnight, the Impact's progressive torch and twang brings you the best in alternative country and grassroots music. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. And we are back on the Impact Exposure. Uh, I want to thank you for rejoining us. We were just spoke, speaking with the folks over at the uh, Riverwalk Theater. We're going to keep this theater theme going. We're uh, switching gears over to the Boar's Head Theater. Got some folks in to talk about uh, Mrs. Warren's Profession, the uh, upcoming production over at that theater. I want to thank you all for joining us. Thank you. And uh, go ahead and just uh, give us a bit of a, a summary of what uh, Mrs. Warren's Profession is all about. Well, it is about a mother and daughter. Uh, the mother has a interesting past. She was a madam, and her daughter now is has come is coming of age and wants to go into work for herself. So this tells Mrs. Warren's profession tells the story of the coming together of the mother and daughter and what happens when these two very strong-minded, independent women come together. And that's from my point of view. From another <laughs> character, <laughs> it'll be about a young man named Frank. <laughs> and yeah, Frank, yeah, I, I would say it's definitely about these two women. And, um, but hey, I play a young guy who is um, in uh, the the daughter's life and is kind of presenting a uh, a different set of values than the one that she would like to pursue and the way she would like to live her life. But okay. I'm some, something of a suitor. So I, 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 I <laughs> show young up. gentleman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I like to come in on summer afternoons and. Um, Try to get people to laugh and Excellent. flirt with the girls. <laughs> not a not a bad game. But it's at about all. them. It's about them. <laughs> certainly, certainly. But you do play a small role, yeah. at least. Uh, well, now is uh, this is a uh, George Bernard Shaw production? Is that That's correct? Right. Yes. Now uh, I'm I'm not uh, as as up on the theater as I should be. Is it a comedy drama? What what, what can folks expect? Maybe both. <laughs> yes, I think it's it's certainly got a lot of both. But it is a comedy. Absolutely, there are moments of it that play. Um, I think like Wild, like Oscar Wilde, just mm-hmm. buzzes along and and really is a lot of fun. I, I've seen in rehearsal. I've seen the same scenes over and over, and they make me laugh every time I see them. So I think it should be a really, really fun evening. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's always that that improv element that uh, sort of keeps it alive. Absolutely. Uh, any yes. uh, any any great tales from the uh, rehearsal so far? Anything uh, come up that you guys would like to share? <laughs> we had an actor fall off <laughs> a hammock today, um, yeah. which was <laughs> extremely <laughs> funny to yeah. everyone in the room. I don't know if we'll keep it, but that will be a reason to come see the show, to see if we stay on this hammock. I suppose that's it's sort a, of a, a good incentive to not mess up during a rehearsal, <laughs> because if you fall off a hammock, yes. that, you might have to fall off every time. You might every, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, now, uh, how did you folks get involved in the, in the production? Um, I uh, did a reading with the director, Jim Glossman, about a year and a half ago at a theater in New Jersey called the Playwrights Theater in New Jersey. Um, and I worked for about four hours, and um, then we did a reading that afternoon. Um, and a year later, Jim called my cell phone and asked me if I would audition. And ever since, I've felt really lucky that he <laughs> saved my number. Uh, I believe it. <laughs> um, but no, it was a, it was a, it was a good day. And, so. Um, and so I'm happy to be working with Jim again. Great. And uh, and Prentice, how about you? Well, um, this is a show that actually is starring my mother, Paula Prentice. And Jim uh, Glossman, the director, had wanted to do something with both of us. He's worked with both of us separately. And so... Um, knows Christine Thatcher at the Boar's Head and suggested this show and that's how it all how it all came about Excellent. so it should be a very interesting experience exciting experience great and uh, of course the show going on from uh, September 5th through the 30th uh, how's rehearsal been going are you getting are you ready is it still tense what's the what's the mood we're getting there yeah, yeah. it's really positive yeah, yeah I mean I've definitely. been in some some cases where uh, you're getting to that you know eight o'clock on opening night is coming and, mm-hmm. and you're still trying to iron still things out your lines but, <laughs> no I, I feel I feel like we're like we're having like like we have enough room to have a, a good time Excellent. and um, but yeah I think things are rolling along and and this is a this is a good theater thing things are getting done so now what what interested you both about this this particular production? Well, Shaw has always been a favorite of mine, um, and this play in particular as well. So the the 
his 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 music I almost said, but his language is like music, and to be able to do it in these circumstances where all of the actors in the production really have bring so much of themselves to it, it's just a, it's just to be able to have that kind of language behind you was really exciting. And as a young actor, I think Jack would probably agree too. There's not actually that much um, opportunities to do Shaw, so to be able to do it in a theater like this is really it's a blessing. Now, really is that is. because of uh like theater companies choosing things other than Shaw or just avail- availability to, to younger actors? What's the reason for that? I, I think um, not. Uh, Shaw is probably less done, certainly, than I would like it to be. Um, and so it's always a, a, a real um, honor to be doing these classic plays. It's really, I think, where an actor learns his craft. Mm-hmm. And to be able to do it, as I said, at the Boar's Head in this wonderful setting is really, it's really a great, great experience. And has that been your experience as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I love I love the writing. I love Shaw. Um, I studied in Ireland when I was in college, and um, I, I've always had a thing for Irish playwrights. But um, but it's just it's it's a great part, and and I mean it's great parts for women, and, and you mm-hmm. don't see that a lot. And for a play that was written ninety years ago to have two great parts for women, I think is is really a testament to this writer. Sure. Um, but uh, and it's just a really fun play. I mean, talking about whether or not it's a comedy, I think that mm-hmm. it, I, I, I would definitely call it a comedy and, and to kind of, um, contextualize some, some really, uh, some, some kind of, uh, interesting, but, um, controversial topics within a comedy, I think is really cool. Certainly. And, uh, people, um, people don't talk like this in real life and, and to play someone that's that's a lot smarter and funnier than you I think is always a, a real challenge so it's good to upgrade when yeah. you get a character, I guess. Yeah. so I can pretend for a little while certainly well now as uh, you mentioned as younger actors uh, any any tips for any folks that might be listening who are uh, you know drama students here at the U or, or excuse me at, at State uh, uh, any tips for how to get involved in uh, in acting at all in, in, in the community Wow. Well, you know, I've noticed that the Lansing area does have quite a bit of uh, avail- uh, opportunities for young actors. Um, and my advice would just be to go audition, read as many plays as you can, go go and see as many plays as you can, and get out there and audition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very challenging career, but like I, I was telling Jack, that when I walked into rehearsal the first day, I always have that feeling of, that I am the luckiest person in the world to be doing this as a job. It's just the greatest job in the world. So if you have a the passion for it, go for it. Get, read as many plays as you can. That would be number one, I think. Excellent. And uh, any tips uh, you can offer? No, I, I agree. Yeah, and read read as many plays as you can. And it seems like you have a really good theater scene. It seems like there's a lot of community theater, and, and I think Absolutely. Boris had his opportunities and internships for people. Mm-hmm. But I would also say that if people are here at Michigan State, I think that while I, I, one thing that I wish I could have done more in college is get things together. And I think that while you're at a university, it's a really good opportunity to try to do your own projects. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, living in New York, um, you know, just to try to do something with your friends is you have to rent space and you have to advertise and you have to get people to come. And if you're on a college campus, that's that's the, that's the a great opportunity to just find a play and and or write a play or do whatever you want. And just any aspect is what you're Yeah, what you're just um and I'm a I uh I I would I would like to down the line try to do something and and I I think that's really exciting about theater when people just take on something that they really like or or something that they've written themselves and and uh tell people about it and get it done. So that in your experience what what brought you all the way up from uh, from New York? Uh I trusted um, Jim. And, oh, so um, it was for this particular production. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I've never been out to the Midwest, actually, um, but I needed the work, mm-hmm. and, um, and it's a great job. And, uh, and I think that, uh, I, I think that the, uh, one of the great things about this experience about being here is, first of all, the play, but I think the other thing is, is being in a different part of the country. And I think this is a really cool area. Uh, I think that Lansing is, is really diverse and... Mm-hmm. Um, I run on the, the river walk every day, and, and nice. I think that I think this is a really nice area. So, what, what what's been experience. your impression now, like for, as far as the theater community goes for uh, for Lansing? I think it's it seems, not having not been in the Midwest, I'm surprised at how strong it seems and how much theater there seems to be going on. Um, and I think that's really encouraging that that mm-hmm. there's a regional theater like this so far from New York. And I think that that's been a great thing about being out here is meeting actors who aren't based out of New York and live in Chicago or, or, or around Michigan and, and, um, do what they love. Mm -hmm. And I think that that says a lot about 
um, what theater can do, and uh, that, and the fact that you don't, you know, th that there's a bias against New York City. That maybe that's where a lot of artsy people are, sure. but you don't need to be an artsy person to appreciate the theater, and um, it, and all different kinds of people l love this, and mm -hmm. I, I think that makes me really excited that. Um, trying to be an actor. Excellent. Well, it's got to be kind of refreshing to see uh, like-minded people, uh, you know, so far from, from home, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, we also have uh, joining us uh, Katie Doyle, sort of the head honcho over at the uh, Boris Head Theater. Oh, no, no, no. That would be Christine Thatcher, but thank you Oh, very certainly. Much. Well, <laughs> I, I've, I've given you a promotion. Thank you. <laughs> well, now, uh, what, what else is coming, uh, coming up for the Boris Head? Uh, after, I mean, of course, we're not r rushing Mrs. Uh, Warren's profession out, but uh, what else can people look forward to? Well, we just had a, a press conference today regarding our uh, collaborative effort with Cooley Law School sponsoring uh, the Stages of the Law series. Um, this was a very successful event last year. Um, it's a collaborative effort between Boar's Head, the Riverwalk Theater, um, and Lansing Community College Performing Arts. Um, each theater during their season does a play that has some aspect of the law happening, and Cooley Law School sponsors the particular production. This year we'll be doing a play by John Patrick Shanley entitled Doubt. It uh, won the Pulitzer Prize in 2005 and is a four-time Tony Award winner. Um, the Riverwalk will be doing The Best Man by Gore Vidal, which is also an award-winning play. And uh, LCC will be doing... Uh, uh, Charlotte Bronte's Jane Eyre. Oh. So uh, it should be a wonderful season for the Stages of the Law series. But um, And hopefully Prentice and Paula and the cast will stick around at least to see one production of the show. But, <laughs> Certainly. Um, Put in their two cents about uh, comparing the actors, perhaps. Oh, no, 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 no. It's no. a great play, though. I would love to be able to see it. Doubt, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's it's a wonderful, wonderful So now, does the, does the theater uh, choose the production, or is that... Uh, yes, it, it does, but it is with the um, collaboration of Cooley and uh, some of the staff from Cooley that um, um, perhaps make suggestions, I guess, not for the plays, but of maybe what the theme would be, and then we would um, sort of collaborate on what plays we might choose. It's a, it's a wonderful event. And we also have a, um, a partnerships with a couple of restaurants downtown as well, so they will be um, in the mix in terms of dinner and a show type of things. Excellent. So it's wonderful. Not a bad deal. Yeah, absolutely. And our tickets are uh, for our main stage shows, like Mrs. Warren's Profession, for MSU students, all students, are only $10. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I know that uh, uh, pricing, but I just wanted to let people know that there are affordable things to do in the in the Lansing area. So. And a thriving arts community uh, absolutely. To, 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 to go visit. Absolutely. absolutely. And that's, uh, speaking of recent events, uh, since you were last year, we were, we were last year talking about the uh, All Night Mm -hmm. uh, since then, uh, you uh, presented an ovation award to the, uh, is it Payson Family Foundation? Yes, we did. Could you tell us a bit about that? I was um, on the website. Shirley Payson was um, a wonderful advocate of the arts, and she was a very quiet woman um, who... Um, you know, is very humble about it, and uh, because of her support of the arts in the Lansing area and her specific support of Borshead Theater, which we were very appreciative, we presented this um, award. Um, Mayor Verge Bernero um, gave it to um, Mr. Paysant, and um, it was it was lovely. We were very thrilled to be able to do that and to acknowledge again people in the community who are supportive of the arts. Absolutely. And, of course, we have some of those uh, great folks here tonight as well talking about uh, uh, Mrs. Warren's profession, if you're just joining us, uh, uh, coming up this month, well, excuse me, in, in September, technically, uh, in uh, the Boris Head Theater, September 5th through the 30th. Uh, anything uh, else you'd like to, to add about the upcoming uh, production? Anything you're looking forward to in particular? Well, not about the production, but we're going to see a lug nuts game, oh. soon, which I'm very excited. <laughs> about. Absolutely. Yes. When, when are you going to see that? I'm not sure. Hopefully within within the next couple of weeks. But but I understand they're actually in the playoffs, so they're doing they're doing pretty really well. well. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking forward. Well, to if it. I can make one recommendation, mm. uh, Thursdays are the Thirsty Thursday. So I hear. So that's yes. always a, a local favorite. <laughs> uh, so I hear. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. So if you happen to go during that, you'll see exactly what I'm talking oh, great. about. Great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, again, uh, this has been uh, speaking with some folks from uh, the Boris Head Theater uh, cast and uh, their. Uh, 
NPR representative as well, uh, Katie Doyle from the Boar's Head Theater, talking about uh, Mrs. Warren's profession September 30th through, excuse me, September 5th through the 30th. Uh, if you want to check out more information, uh, it's available at boarshead.org or, uh, informa- or excuse me, for tickets, uh, the number is 517-484-7805. And of course, the Boar's Head Theater located at 425 South Grand Avenue in Lansing. I want to thank you all for joining us and uh, letting us know about some great upcoming events in the art community. Uh, we are going to take a quick break and we'll be back with uh, Eric Larson from the Impression 5 Science Center right after this. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Attention shoppers, if anyone is missing a rather plump set of love handles, please come to the customer service counter and claim them. The ample love handles were lost in the produce department where their former owner had purchased fruits and veggies to munch on during the big game. Thank you and have a good day. Small step number 81, snack on fruits and veggies. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to get healthy. Learn more at www.smallstep.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Saturday nights from 8 p.m. until 2 a.m., tune into the cultural vibe to hear the best in both local and national hip-hop, plus live mixing on the ones and twos. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. This is the Impact Exposure. I want to thank you for joining us again. We are wrapping up uh, tonight's show, uh, speaking with Eric Larson from the Impression 5 Science Center. I want to thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. Now, from what I hear, you've got some great exhibits that are uh, fresh at the uh, Impression 5. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a bit about those? <laughs> we've got all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, Impression 5 is extremely busy right now. We're coming off a very long and involved summer with week-long summer science camps and courses for kids of all ages. Um, but we start off our new fall season here with a couple of major events and, of course, a couple of new exhibits to keep things dynamic. The most exciting of those being an exhibit called Hatching the Past, uh, which is about a subject that's very near and dear to many little ones' hearts, which is dinosaurs. Excellent, and mine as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I still remember seeing uh, dinosaurs at, at Science Industry in Chicago when I was just a little kid. And, and in fact, not too long ago, Impression 5 hosted an exhibit um, that was actual automated dinosaurs that you could roam around. You couldn't touch, mm-hmm. but you could look at them, and they were moving and making noises and those types of things. Wow. And so we wanted to bring something back to the Science Center that the community would enjoy, and it would be a big draw. Um, and we knew that we needed to start with a topic that we knew was already successful. Um, and so we did some research, and we found an exhibit um, that's actual that actually tells the story of the excavation of intact fossilized dinosaur eggs. Um, and as boring as they might sound, that might sound to a lot of people. Uh, the company that's built the exhibit has made it into something that's not boring at all. Um, there's interactives where you can actually do your own fossilized dino dinosaur bone dig. Um, you can see actual real casts of the fossilized dinosaur eggs, and of course, there's art and graphics and everything that go along with it. So it promises to be a big draw and quite successful. The really cool piece of it is that we have it for a long period of time. Oh. It opens up in September. Uh, just after Labor Day, and we'll have it through the whole academic year. So we can draw from schools all over the state of Michigan, but my hope is also to draw from students listening um, in this area as well, because Impression 5 is definitely not just for little kids. I've always loved science centers, and I know I'm not alone, so I'm sure that'll be a pretty good draw for for anyone listening to that. Absolutely. Uh, Now, what else you got coming up? Well, we have a number of different things that we're trying to to increase the accessibility of Impression 5, one of them being that we have started to open up on Thursday nights. Um, And this is important for many reasons. One, it allows us to provide programming Um, after the work hours for parents that may be working on the weekends. And there's so many children nowadays that aren't necessarily living in a traditional household. Uh, Many of them either are living with single parents or or living with parents that both have jobs and work. And so there's also a lot of pressure on their weekends. And when you get into the wintertime in Michigan, um, you have to kind of look for things to do. Certainly indoors, specifically. That's right. (laughs) And so we have decided to open up on Thursday evenings until 8 o'clock. Um, which allows us to do lots of different things. Um, but there's so much going on in downtown Lansing right now that it w- made sense for us to 
do that to increase our numbers or increase our hours um, with the investment that's being made down there and the entertainment and things that are going on all the time in downtown Lansing. Now we wanted to kind of help that along as well. And so we decided that we would stay open till eight o'clock. Now this is perfect for mm -hmm. MSU students. Absolutely. Cause they can hop, hop on route one mm -hmm. and come right down Michigan Avenue and they can come into impression five and have fantastic time. And then after that, they can enjoy everything else that's in downtown Lansing. So we're hoping that it, it, does a couple of things, uh, diversifies our audience, mm -hmm. um, but also makes it easier for people to visit Impression 5. That's a great consideration for some of the folk, you know, some of the families that uh, may not be able to make it out between the, you know, the hours of 10 and 5. Absolutely. That's yeah. great. Um, and then along with that, we have a number of events that we're trying to use to uh, increase the awareness um, that people have for Impression 5. Uh, one of them being a large event that actually does serve as a fundraiser, but it's called the Capital City River Run. And this event is a half marathon right in downtown Lansing, actually starts in downtown Lansing, runs all the way to East Lansing through MSU's campus mm -hmm. up to Scott Woods, Hawk Island Park, and then finishes back in downtown Lansing. And we have almost 600 people registered for this race already. Wow. Um, it's going to be huge. I want it to grow into a point where it's two, three-day festival of races and people are coming to this area, staying overnight, doing the things that they want to do to have a good time, um, similar to what you might see in Flint at the Crim mm. or other big major marathons. And so that is um, a major event, and that's coming up on September 30. Just a week before that, we have an event called Adopt a River, um, mm -hmm. which actually quite a few MSU students participate in. It's a community event to help clean up the river banks of the Grand River and the Red Cedar River. So we assign volunteers all the way from Old Town, which is another fantastic spot, Absolutely. all the way down uh, the river trail, all the way in East Lansing, all the way to Clippert Street. And we usually get about three to 400 volunteers. They give two hours of their time. We give them gloves and trash bags, and they go out and pick up trash. Um, and then we have kind of a party back in Impression 5 with picnic-style lunch, and you can come into Impression 5 and have a good time after that. And it's kind of focused on environment and Earth Day sure. in the spring, but trying to continue that through the fall. I'm sure that's a good way to tie in the science concepts of the uh, center as well. Absolutely. we got to <laughs> give it. It's not only about having fun, but kind of doing some effective behavior change. If that's we good. can give people the opportunity to explore topics in which in a way that allows them to ask questions and maybe changes their behavior for a mm -hmm. in the positive direction, then we're fulfilling our mission. Absolutely. Well, that's yeah. great. Now, and from what I read, you have some new uh, exhibits coming up as well. We do. We Every every week is a uh, dynamic time at I-5, and, and sometimes it's difficult to change exhibits that quickly, but we do keep it dynamic through new educational programs. Um, but the exhibits that are coming up um, are are frequent and many. I mentioned to you the dinosaur exhibit. This fall and winter, we're opening up an exhibit that will be specific to electricity and magnetism. It will include a five-foot Vandy Graf generator, which you will allow to feel, be able to fire it up and then be able to arc a large bolt of electricity, static electricity, wow. to something else. Um, you may have had an experience when you were a kid or maybe even recently where you were able to put your hands on a smaller Vandy I do, I do remember that. Yeah, the hair, static, their hair sticks up. Yep, yeah, your yeah. hair goes nuts. Um, <laughs> if you don't have access to a Vandy Graf generator, you can do that with a balloon. But oh, it's right. still the same concept. <laughs> the poor man's Vandy Graf. That's right. <laughs> um, science doesn't have to be expensive, that's for sure. Um, and so that exhibit will open up uh, this fall and winter and then through the duration of the dinosaur exhibit, Hatching the Past, we're actually going to be building an exhibit that I'm really excited about called uh, The Big Eye. Mm. And if you've been to Impression 5 before, you may recognize that we have, we have a large, big mouth that you can walk through and you can see the teeth and you can look up and look around the inside of a human's mouth. Um, we also have a large walk-through heart where you can walk through the different chambers of the heart. The whole room is beating and doing things. And we tend to find that those large activities are a real hook for kids. Absolutely. Of all ages. I'm getting excited just hearing yeah. it, to be honest. <laughs> so to kind of continue in that direction, we are working um, with a group here in, in the area um, to build a walk-through human eyeball that is going to be somewhere around 8 feet tall. Um, you will be able to put at least two full-size humans inside the eyeball, um, and the goal is design it in such a way that will allow you to actually focus the lens to put an image on the back of the eye at the retina. Oh, wow. Very so you cool. can actually learn about the physics of the eyeball, not just what it would be like to be inside an eyeball. Sure, yeah. um, and, th and that touches on so many different educational 
um, standards in the Michigan Science Standards, everything from light and color to physics. And so we can use this one big, cool activity to get kids of all ages thinking about cool stuff. Absolutely. Cool physics. Yeah, I saw some of the photos of the uh, the heartworks, the big heart on, yes. uh, on the uh, the website. So, yes. Yeah, I can't imagine how this eye is going to look. It's, it sounds pretty exciting. Well, to tell you the truth, I don't really know how it's going to look either. <laughs> <laughs> we have an absolute genius that works for Impression 5. His name is Cyrus Miller, and he has been designing the hands-on activities there for close to 20 years. Hmm. And we're lucky to have him. He is a sculptor. He's an artist. He's uh, an expert in informal learning environments. And so... When you tell him, hey, Cy, we need a big eye, <laughs> he has a diff much different process of thought than I do. Of course. But I imagine him being an artist and being a sculptor that this will probably be something that he will cast. Um, it's probably going to take a significant amount of time. I'm hoping that we can get it open by fall or winter of 2008. Wow. Um, and, but it's going to be sweet. And people will remember. Like I did when I visited Impression 5, mm -hmm. I remember when I was a kid visiting Impression 5 and doing two things. One, going through the touch tunnel, which was a 20 or 30 foot long tunnel that basically stripped you of your sense of sight. And oh, so wow. you had to navigate your way through this tunnel. So just pitch black? It's pitch black. Wow. It was really cool. <laughs> really scary, but really cool. Right. And then the other thing was I remember when I visited to see the Big Mouth. The Big Mouth was actually a piece of an exhibit that was largely about your digestive system. And hmm. so you would enter the Big Mouth as a piece of food and work your way through sure, and leave sure. the, or leave the body. But um, I, I can only hope that that people that visit Impression 5 in, in the next year will come away with experiences that they'll remember for the rest of their life. Well, certainly if you're going to come and uh, check out a huge eye, I'm sure that's going to be something <laughs> that'll stick with you. You know, I'm sure when you were a kid, you know, the touch tunnel, there's going to be something there that's going to hit kids now. So Absolutely. That'll be one of them. Yeah. Well, what else? Uh, I've been reading on the website. There's a few other uh, uh, newer exhibits uh, you've recently added. Anything else? We have. We actually, um, we just added a great exhibit called On the Air. Um, oh, yeah, I saw that one. That one. with yeah. uh, Michigan Association of Broadcasters Foundation. Um, that's really cool. It's got a DJ digital or a digital DJ booth mm -hmm. where a child can sit down and actually run sound effects and start songs. Um, but adjacent to that, they have to read a script mm -hmm. on a different monitor. And so they have a microphone and they push the button and all of a sudden they can broadcast their voice through this booth. And then you have to run their their uh, sound effects. I might go down and, there and uh, practice my own skills. Yeah, <laughs> you might have to wait in line. Oh, jeez. All right. It might be worth it, though. <laughs> the, kids, um, the kids love it. They absolutely love it. And right adjacent to that is um, a sound effects chamber. So we've soundproofed a room that allows you to use a digital recorder mm -hmm. and use things that would have been used in the past to uh, do sound effects in radio programs. So you've got clapping two by fours and bells and whistles, and you start the you start the recorder, you run through your program, then you turn it back and it'll play it for you, and you can listen to it. Wow! Very and cool. between those two things, and then the, we have a green screen where you can forecast weather. I mean, the time of engagement in that space is unbelievable. I believe kids it. are yeah, in there yeah. for twenty <laughs> minutes and thirty minutes, and and that doesn't sound like a long time to a lot of people, but if you can get a seven or eight or ten or for that matter, 22-year-old focused on something that's mm -hmm. fun for 20 to 30 minutes, then we're doing worse. It takes a lot when you grow up with Nintendo. You know? That's <laughs> right. Yeah, this isn't a video game. This is much different. <laughs> now, there's another one I was looking at, uh, one that kind of caught my eye, the uh, the Throwing Things uh, exhibit. Throwing Things is m one of my faves. Yeah, I can um, see why. It's not relatively new. However, it is incredibly dynamic. Mm -hmm. It is. It was a first experiment that we did with creating exhibit components without labels. There was this conception that we needed to, or misconception, that people didn't read mm -hmm. and in science centers and in museums and all over the place. And so we wanted to test that. And so we built a set of components that were about force and motion without any labels. I mean, not even the label that says, do this, do this, do this, right. and this will happen. We just put them out there and started watching people. And guess what happened? People figure them out. Hmm. You know, especially kids. In fact, if you watch kids in science centers, they don't read at all right. until they want to. And so they'll go up to an exhibit or a component, and they will first try to figure it out by doing. Right. And then they will look for the resources they need to go further. If they're interested in the topic, then they'll look for the content. If they can't get it to work, they may look for direction, that type of thing. So throwing things was the first stab at that, of you, if you will, and it includes a giant trebuchet or catapult mm -hmm. that allows you to throw tennis balls all over the place. In fact, the whole exhibit's built around being able to launch tennis balls. Okay. So we have an air cannon that will allow you to pump air into the cannon, different amounts of air, and then launch as many tennis balls as you'd like. 
We've got a throwing, uh, a pitching cage with a radar gun, so you can tell how hard you're throwing. Um, we have the catapult, or the medieval trebuchet, which allows you to put a tennis ball at different spots on the lever arm and then test how far you can throw them. And then we have the bottle rocket, which is a fave. We've just taken a two-liter pop bottle and hooked it up to a bike pump, mm -hmm. and you can launch it all over the building. I mean, it, we have a tube that makes sure it goes up and goes safe, but after it comes out of there, it goes all over the place. Right. It's cool. Um, and people just go bonkers for that thing. <laughs> and y y what you see is you'll have these people come in and they're gravitated towards those big exhibits, those big activity centers. And they tend to do those first. Mm -hmm. And then they go off and look for other things to do. But they always come back to their favorites before they leave. And throwing things has definitely been a favorite. There's so many great exhibits. I, I, I wish we hadn't run out of time. I'd love to keep talking about this with you. I'm a big, big science fan. So, but uh, uh, Eric, I want to thank you for coming by and telling us about Impression 5. Uh, lots of great exhibits and events coming up. Uh, for more information on any of that, be sure to check out the, their website at Impression 5. That's the number 5.org. Or for more information, there's a phone number at 517-485-8116. Information on directions and hours and, and exhibits and pictures and all that great stuff are all on the website as well. Eric, again, thanks for for stopping by. Thanks for having me. And uh, uh, if, if you want to catch any more of what uh, you may have missed during the show, of course, podcasts are available at uh, www.impact89fm.org. Just go ahead and click on the show's link, and that'll take you right to it. Uh, this has been the Impact Exposure. My name is Wes, and we're going to throw things over to the Progressive Torch and Twang in just a little bit. I want to thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll be back next week, uh, Tuesday at 7, as always. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to this evening's Exposure, only on 88.9 The Impact.